one of the major topics that our church is currently walking through is restoration. We know that when we talk about restoration, many things come to mind, and that is exactly what we want to cover in these episodes. The goal, applying the notion of restoration in our daily lives. So for episode two, we want to walk through restoring a relationship with Jesus by asking and answering the questions, how can I know Jesus and what does it mean to really know Jesus? Uh, with me, we have uh, Pastor Alex Ochoa, and uh, we're just going to have a conversation with you about what it really means to know Jesus on a personal level and not just know of Jesus, because there's a difference. To know of Jesus is to have the educational view of who he is, and to know Jesus is to have a personal relationship of who he is in your life. Pastor Alex, uh, what, what do you think? How do, how do we how do we engage? How do we... Uh, talk about the differences and everything else well you know we're uh, facing these times right now and a lot of time of reflection at home as we have seen on different uh, services that are being streamed online and, and different things that are that are being preached and taught and, and uh, people are listening in and uh, I guess we're facing a time where we could actually sit back and, and take time and understand and, and see um, where we really are with Jesus and, and perhaps the things that we ignored or the things that we just kind of took in, I wanna, I'm going to use the word vain, um, are now coming into where we actually have time to, to say, well, you know, we're getting into more scripture time because we do have the time to read. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and, uh, and trying to t- take out those things, it's like, okay, um, how much did I really know Jesus? And, and I think, uh, what we have right now is is the perfect opportunity as people from all walks of life are are coming to the realization that they need to start looking for Jesus because of all the chaos is, that's happening. And the reality, we don't like not being in control. And to understand that a greater being or there is a God that has things under control uh, puts us at ease. So um, I think that's where we could start uh, knowing that God is in control and getting into, well, I want to have a relationship to a God that is in control and how do I get there or what do I need to learn or what steps have I been missing uh, to get there? You know what I'm saying? Right. And I I think what we're trying to get at is to know Christ personally means to get to know him as a friend. Um, I think when we talk about friendships and relationships, I know that uh, you, you, you're my best friend. You know, I, I can admit that in public and, and, and in private. You know um, some of my struggles. You know my fears. You know my worries. You know my doubts. You have none. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, it, it, and, and you get to know me at that level because we communicate all the time, right? Uh, it was the day yesterday, the day before yesterday, uh, where I don't know if you were crazy busy at work or it was just one of those days. where we I was. Had, I was essential that day. Yeah, where we didn't have just time to, like, gather and just call or communicate. You know, at the end of the day, I gave you a call, and I was like, hey, I'm, I'm looking for uh, Alex Ochoa just to make sure he's alive, kicking it well. Because it was really awkward not to have the conversation with you, right? I, I told my wife, and and she goes, well, why don't you give him a call? And I think when, when, when it relates to something like that with Jesus, um, it, it's a really simple process, right? Well, why don't you just take time to talk and have a conversation with Jesus? But I, I believe that sometimes maybe we, we, we feel that 
we can't because something's blocking us from from doing so, right? Mm-hmm. I, and I, and I, the, the reality of Scripture teaches that that's sin. Sin separates us from God. And uh, when we have sin in our life and we try to come to pray, maybe we, we feel inadequate or it, we're not good enough to have a conversation with, with God in, in that format. But I'm grateful for Jesus because when we come to him in humility and uh, and with sincereness in our hearts, he, he takes time to listen to us. If we ask for forgiveness, he, he offers salvation for us. And, and you're getting into these questions, right? Well, well, I know of Jesus, and maybe in these moments I want to get to know Jesus as a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, getting to where it's, an, it, it's really awkward if you're not having a conversation with him daily, right? And, and, and w- what we're trying to get at is what's the difference? What, what, what's the difference between knowing of Jesus and really knowing Jesus? And how can we like live those things out in the form of a, a restoration process, right? Because, um, again, having a best friend, having no communication with your best friend, it, it, it feels really weird. Yeah. And, and, and when you have communication with your friend, especially if it's your best friend, you feel whole. And, and it's really exciting and really awesome to to know that when you reach out, they're there. You know, they're not just going to ignore your call on purpose, but, like, they'll answer and say, hey, you know what, can we talk? Yeah, we'll talk, but, you know, keep it brief or whatever. Whatever the conversation may be, just knowing that we can have a conversation is, is good enough. And, yeah. and, and I think when we have that notion with Jesus, knowing that we can have a conversation with Jesus at any moment with sincerity without having something that's blocking us. There's peace that comes in the midst of all this stuff. But oftentimes, if we're just being honest, we feel that we're not good enough to have the conversation or the prayer with him because we know that there's something in our life blocking us, right? Mm. Or, or am I off base? Or no, no, that, no. We, we've, like? we've been chit-chatting all week long, uh, even since we finished up the last episode and and, deep, and thinking about the things that we're going to talk about. And, the, and, and I want to, I guess, go back into the... The, the knowing of Jesus and the knowing Jesus. Um, the truth is that you mentioned earlier is uh, there is one thing that does separate us from reaching Jesus, which is a, a sin that, that, that Jesus, the scripture teaches us that, that sin separates us from God as far as communicating with him. So there's a gap created. And in order for that to be, there needs, it needs to be bridged again. And, and only through that is, is a repentance of of the things that we did or that are weighing on our hearts. You talk about you and I talk, and it's like our friendship is, <clears throat> excuse me, our friendship is, you know, is um, you'll call me, but essentially I don't, I don't know if if you were like talking smack about me or anything like that throughout the day because I can't read minds, I can't do that. You know, you, I don't know if you did any things intentionally. Uh, that could hurt me in the future. So I answer your phone call. Hey, what's up? What's going on? You know, with Jesus, the difference is that the things that run through our minds, the actions we do, the things we say with our voices, whether it's to our kids, our wife, friends, family, whatever it may be, there's some things that sometimes we do, you know, and and the popular saying, this is the way I am, you know, and we do those things. And then we go into a place where, uh, 
usually the knowing of Jesus comes to more of a broader understanding when we face chaos or tragedy. Thus, what we're living in. Right. People are coming into and and they're hearing, they're tuning in on on Facebook or YouTube, and they're watching hundreds of thousands of churches go into an online service. So the message is being preached way faster and more eyes and more ears are hearing it more than ever because people are just logged into uh, uh, um, a Facebook or whatever, any kind of streaming device. So the opportunity, <coughs> excuse me, these allergies. So um, the opportunity that the church faces right now as far as... Um, to uh to to really reflect Jesus is humongous right now. Uh, people from all walks of life are 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 walking into or or, or getting into a place where, man, these guys are 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 are, re- are being really hopeful and they're showing a lot of uh, hope in something that that they really don't control. And it's it's one of those, you know, you go back into scripture it says uh you know a peace that surpasses all understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I sit back and I try to like, um navigate that through my logic and really it doesn't make sense and i'm just like why am i at peace or why do i look for peace on something i have no control and i'm day i'm getting fed daily on just bad news after bad news after bad news and it don't make sense right no it's overwhelming because you know like like, last night bro i'm just gonna be really honest last night I'm, i'm laying in bed it's 2.30, 3 o'clock, 3.30, and I'm should've like... should've called me. I was awake, too, dude, man. come on. You should've... The relationship. Maybe next time read my mind. But it's getting to this point where it's like we're getting fed all of this information. And I'm, and I'm laying in bed, and I go, God, I know that you're fully in control of this, but help my heart understand this. Not even my heart. Help my mind also. Because... You know, we're, we're humans, bro. You know what I mean? I, 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 I'm doing my best to protect my family. You know, I, I go home and there's a procedure that I have to follow in order to keep my family safe because I'm the only one that's leaving my house right now. I'm the essential one, right? Going to the grocery store, going, coming back and forth to church, um, getting to these things where I'm the connection to the outside world. So my heart and my mind are always like on... On, on, on pins and needles, especially making sure that I don't bring whatever is out here into my home. Yeah. Right? So last night I'm laying in bed and I'm saying, God, help me in my spirit deal with this effectively. Now, I know because scripture teaches that God is a healer. God is a provider. God is a good God. And but. I had the question, do I know that because I've learned it or do I know that because I've experienced that? Mm-hmm. And then there was a big difference. So I, I started to reflect on all the things that God has done in my life thus far. Mm-hmm. And and it was for me, it was like, man, God, you are truly a provider because in these moments and in, in this testimony season or in the chaos, I haven't had any lack. You know, God, you are a good God, because even in this moment, you're allowing me to remain focused, steadfast, peaceful. I might have the fears. I might have the anxiety, but you're a friend. You come to me and say, hey, it's going to be okay. Hey, I got you in this season. And just learn to lean on me with everything you have during these moments. And get into the, you know, and and we have that, you know, as 
as we're gonna use, uh, as mature Christians or, or, or seasoned or veteran seasoned uh, Christians as we're learning because we're always learning. But uh, when when we get to a place because we know we understand and how the avenues that we need to take to reach uh, God as far as hey bring me understanding. But what I really like right now is the opportunity that we have as we get these uh, uh, revelations or as we as this peace overcomes us. How are we, as the church, especially, you know, right now through online, are we letting those know that perhaps are looking for the truth of Jesus in its entirety, but only knowing the truth of Jesus because of the side of, well, I'm going to go to Jesus because I need him. Right. You know what I'm saying? But in reality, that's not the fullness of what it is. And people get lost in that because they only know that one side. Or what culture teaches, like... You know, it's super funny to see all these memes that are going on on social media. And one of the memes going on is like, yeah, the food aisles are empty. Yeah, the toilet paper and the paper products are gone. Yeah, the the Lysol and and everything else like that is gone. And one of the memes was, yeah, but so are all the Bibles. And, And you're getting to understand that in moments like this, culture teaches us that there's something far greater than us at play here. And we have to start looking for the truth. And I think one of the concerns is, well, when people get there, whoever gets there, especially as mature Christians, are we seeking the truth in its entirety? Or are we just seeking a narrative that's going to help us out? You know what I mean? Yeah. Get, getting to these things where, hey, you know what? I'm only going to come to God when I need God versus I'm going to come to God in all times of my life. I, I, I love what First John 5.20 says. And it says this. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding. I mean, to know that is a really cool thing, but to understand that we can only get to when we have a relationship with Jesus, right? It's like you coming to me and be like, hey, bro, I got your back. And like, yeah, I know that. But when you've shown that through the last 12 years of this relationship, it's a whole different understanding, right? The verse also finishes off saying this, so that we may know him being Jesus, who is true. And we may, and we are in him who is true in his son, Jesus Christ. He is the true God and eternal life. Those are relationship like phrases. I'm going to give you understanding versus I'm going to give you just the knowledge of. I'm going to give you uh, the truth versus just the knowledge of, right? I'm going to make sure that you're also in the truth because of the Son, because of Jesus Christ. And it it finishes like this. He is a true God and the one of eternal life. Even, bro, I, I think to myself, even in moments like this, yeah, th- there's fear, there's anxiety, there's stress, there's worry. There's all these things that happen. But when I come to understand that in Scripture, life is amazing, but so is death, right? We, we, we know that because we've experienced what life in Jesus looks like. I, I think we can both have an honest conversation here where we say we know that life in Jesus is way better than life without Jesus. Yeah. I mean, there's 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 people in 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 our circles that would say, I never knew that God was going to use you in this format. 
I, I, I believe that, you know, you were the last person to become a pastor. I thought you were going to do this or I thought you were going to do that. Or remember when you were this way. And we can have this honest conversation with them be like, yeah, that was my life with before getting to know Jesus at a personal level. Yeah. Because there's a difference, right? There, there's there's this thing of, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a Christian. I believe that there's a God out there. I believe that Jesus came. He died. We're about, to, we're about to celebrate here in two weeks the resurrection of Jesus. But there's also the part where we, that says, hey, yeah, we're believers, but now we're disciples. This is actually being lived out through us. And we can't come to that understanding unless we have the relationship with him. And we can't get to the relationship with him unless we're willing to come to ourselves and say, hey, there's something that's keeping me from God. And, wow, and, which is, yeah. check this out. And I might take us on a rabbit trail, and I know rabbit trails aren't good, but right. I think this is a good rabbit trail this morning. No, this morning, uh, uh, you guys are probably tuning in here in the next couple of hours. But Friday, today, uh, we started a fast uh, as a church, and you know, and it extends to the community if they wanted to as well. Right. Um, and as I was studying and I was reading, <clears throat> And as I'm, I'm, I'm praying for God to, to, to give me things and allow me to, to pursue things that, that I don't usually do. And one of those things is like uh, write songs and stuff like that. And so, uh, event, you know, evidently I went to uh, uh, the book of Psalms and I'm reading and I was reading this scripture and it just completely like it spoke to me so good, so hard that that. You know, as an established person that says, you know, I'm a I'm I'm a believer in Christ. I have a relationship, but in a in the word relationship, you know, there's a difference for me asking my now wife at one point when I asked her to be my girlfriend to be my wife. There was two different things as far as when she became my wife. All of a sudden, all these accountabilities became way more weighed. Right. You know, way more weighed, and there was details that I had to fulfill as far as uh. Um, you know, us communicating and there's things in this thing with with the relationship with Christ. Uh, we got to understand that there is details in them, too. And I think as as a body, as, as a body of Christ, we've sometimes forgotten that these things take place, that God really hears all and sees all. Mm -hmm. And in Psalm 66, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Psalms 66, verse Eight, and I'm going to read there are a couple verses, but uh, we're going to break these down real quick, and, and it's going to be pretty cool. Check this out. It says, Praise our God, all peoples. Let the sound of his praise be heard. He has preserved our lives and kept our feet from slipping. For you, God, tested us. You refined us like silver. You brought us into prison and laid burdens on our backs. You let people ride over our heads. We went through fire and water but you brought us to a place of abundance. Mm. Now I will come to your temple with burnt offerings and fulfill my vows to you. Vows my lips promised and my mouth spoke when I was in trouble. I will sacrifice fat animals to you and offerings of rams. I will offer bulls and goats. Come and hear all you who fear God. Let me tell you what he has done for me. I cried out with my mouth. His praise was in my tongue. If, And then verse 18. But if I had cherished in my heart sin, other words, if I knew of a sin and did nothing of it, the Lord would have not listened to my prayers. Mm. 
Wow. So <clears throat> I was I was reading over this. I read over it back and forth, back and forth, and I spoke to my wife and essentially all these things could have could we we could have done and, and we're talking about right now we could be on this we're in it well, a couple of weeks now a month two months but we could essentially do all these things all these sacrifices and, and done all these things that we uh, are going through and, and and new prayers lifestyles but in the beginning of this if we had a sin that we knew of and didn't take it into account our prayers were not listened to. That 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 rocks my world because essentially it's saying, you know, that's why I love the Lord's prayer where, where you go into and I've been praying this way and you've heard me as said, God, if there's been anything today that I've done that has separated me from you, please forgive me. But that also goes if I had offended somebody, if I say, God, forgive me for for offending such and such person. Okay, I'll forgive you. But it doesn't work this way where I ask God to for, to forgive me. He doesn't just upload it to that person's spirit and say, hey, you know what? Stop being mad because so-and-so already asked me to forgive me. No. Scripture talks about how we ought to fix things amongst each other. Right. How we need to uh, uh, be united because God does not want and will not have a house divided. Right. Essentially, we are brothers and sisters in Christ. So this time that we find ourselves in, you know, seeking God more than ever, it's a perfect time to really go back into Scripture and, and 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 take out all the things that we perhaps are running into that are keeping our prayers from being heard because there's some things that we know of and we're choosing not to fix and saying, you know what, I'm just going to surrender myself this way and we convince ourselves that we're right and okay mm, yeah. when essentially Scripture teaches us Hey, let's take care of these things so our prayers and our plead can actually be effective. Uh, and I was, and and and, I, and then I started going through. Okay, so who have I? Who I need to? Who do I need to call? What do I need to do? You know, as far as like, man, perhaps the last couple <laughs> right. of weeks my prayers have just not even been passing the, the living room. Why? Because oh, man. there's certain things that have have broken that bridge that we had, right. and is not allowing me to cross over to 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 be able to. To 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 put my plead my case to Jesus or worship or, or or pray or ask of you know whatever the situation may be, because there was an established thing that I knew of and didn't fix. So um, again, the knowing of Jesus, knowing about Christ, and knowing Jesus, um, and, and speaking to the side of yes, we are Christians and we do know Jesus. You know, for those that 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 have established a relationship with Jesus. Let's step back. Let's step back and analyze these things. It's like, what things do I need to fix? Who do I need to ask for forgiveness? Who do I need to have conversations with right now? Because we claim we are sons and daughters of Christ. It's like, right. I need to have a good relationship with my brother and my sister. Because like I said, God will not and cannot have a house divided. Right. So that, And it's awesome because that, that shows the heart of God, right? God, God would rather have you be in right relationship with him and your brothers, right? I was, I was looking up for, for the verse, and, and there's a, the, the Beatitudes. Jesus is at the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapter 5, verse 23 and 24 says this. So if you are offering your gift at the altar and there remember 
that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First, be reconciled with your brother and then come and offer your gift. Dude, how, 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 how amazing is that to hear God say, hey, I don't need your stuff. I, as a matter of fact, I don't want your stuff. I'd rather you first go and reconcile, right, rebuild, restore your relationships with those who have offended you, according to this scripture, not that you have offended somebody and you're going to go ask for forgiveness, but those who have offended you, and then come back, and then we'll take care of the details. That, that, that to me, is, is, is an amazing thing because, again, that shows his nature. Yeah. His nature is not, hey, I, I, I created you so that for the stuff that you can provide me. His, his nature is I created you because I wanted to have a relationship with you. My desire is to get to know you and for you to get to know me completely. And as you love me, you love your neighbor the same. Boom. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that right it's there like is a simple gospel. We need a, 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 the reality, the truth, bro, is that we need to stop kidding ourselves that we're doing things right sometimes. In reality, because we're trying to ignore some things, it's like if we really want to get to this place where we say, you know what, I know Jesus and not just of him. Right. Understanding that Jesus wants us, Christ, God, he wants us to be in communion with each other. Right. It's like It's like... We face a time, and some of the things right now, it's like the risk of someone, the church, or someone saying, oh, now you're seeking God, but wait a minute. That's not God's notion. That's not God's answer to us when we go to him. You right. know, When we go to him, he says, you know what? Yeah, you've messed up, but let's do this over. So the opportunity, right. the opportunity to, to reflect Jesus in his, in his entirety as far mm -hmm. as like whether it's a comment to a believer or a non-believer is it, is it in the motion or is it in in the logic of Jesus? How Jesus sees everyone, you know? Um, are we reaching out in love? Are we are we remedying all these things that because in reverence and honor of Jesus and because we know Jesus and that's what He wants right. from us to be able to go to the Father and plead for a people plead for our families right. for ourselves for this country for our community right. you know which is our world you you and mine our world right now is we're in Othello Washington and this is going straight you know with the intention for our community right. knowing that it's going to go further but because we understand the things that are happening in our community and, and we're reaching our community right. in the sense so why these conversations are coming up? Why? Because we, uh, this is what the spirits put in our heart. But we're also being wise, and we're watching out what's going on, and right. reaching out to whether it's our our very young, our young adults, our young married couples, our right. middle aged married couples, or even our elders. Um, get into a place where have we gotten comfortable, Pastor? Have we gotten comfortable and are just like you know what? That's not really that big of a deal. I'm gonna go and essentially, you know, Psalms is saying. We did all these things, but if I had, if I knew of something, God didn't listen to my prayers. Right. So again, you're, you're 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 presenting the show, right? I, I'm I'm coming to God. I'm seeking Him. I'm praying. I'm reading my Bible, but I know that in my heart, I messed up or someone messed up against me, and I'm not letting that go. And I'm not letting that go. And all of a sudden, again, you're getting to know of God, but you're not getting to know God. All because 
you know, something in us says, no, I don't want to let that go. Yeah. I, and if you're hearing that right now, like for real, for real, because this is stuff that I've dealt with. And 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 uh, and Pastor Larry, you know what, guys? Uh, I'm gonna su- I call him Wally, so uh, I'm referring to Pastor Larry when I call him Wally. So just to that, that way you guys know. So if right now, as you're hearing us speak and you're listening to what, however you're listening, and you're feeling from the spirit, I need to call somebody. Do it. Do it. It's now. it's gonna free you. It's gonna it's gonna bridge that gap. Right. That perhaps we were ignoring. It's like we we're thinking we we're throwing our prayers across the river. No, they're landing right in the middle of the river and just washing down. We need it. God allows us to walk across and present our prayers right in front of Him, before Him, as we're bowed down, we're late. However, we pray, He wants us. He doesn't want us to throw our prayers across. He allows us to walk over. But like we talked in the beginning, that sin thing, that one thing, that sin thing that separates us, you know. And sometimes we disregard what is how heavy or how big a sin is or not. But you know, go into Scripture. And just let scripture clarify your doubts. Right. And just and let's go forward with that. Right. The difference of knowing of Christ and knowing Christ. Uh, you know, we were talking earlier about this analogy I made, and, and I'm going to share it. You know, the knowing of Christ and the difference of uh, of knowing Christ. It's like it's like me going to a bank and, and walking in, <clears throat> saying hi, what's up to everybody. And getting a withdrawal form, a withdrawal paper, and presenting it to the teller and say, "Hey, I wanted to withdraw five hundred dollars from here," and she says, "Well, do you have an account here?" "Well, no, I don't." "Well, do you bank here?" "Well, no, I don't." "Well, sir, well then you can't withdraw." Mm. You know, you can't withdraw, so you have to belong to the bank. Right. You have to have an account with the bank right. to be able to withdraw. And the same thing with Jesus. You know, everything about Jesus is available and accessible to him with an established relationship or membership or account, you know, however you want to define it. But something has to be established in order for you to withdraw from that. That's so good. That's amazing because, again, it it challenges us to be committed. Yeah. Right? This this is not... And and, and I think one of the biggest conversations we're having right now is what's going to happen in two months when life goes back to some sort of normal... But yet, because we didn't take the time to really focus on our spiritual growth in this season or, you know, focus on getting to know Jesus, not just know him, you know, are, are we going to be the same? Is this going to just be like, oh, it was it was a really weird period. Is this a story that we're going to tell our grandkids? We're going to focus more on COVID-19 than versus, hey, you know what? In this season, God revealed to me that he wanted my heart, desired my heart, wanted the relationship, wanted me to open an account with him, essentially, and and get to know him at a deeper level. And I chose to commit my life to him in this season. Check this out. So so I love what you're talking about right now, which we'll go back to verse 16. It says, so after all this was done, it says, you know, we went through all this. You brought us into abundance. Essentially, when we get back to the normal, when everything's established, you know, we'll call it, you know, we could refer to how scriptures to abundance is, is so David talking or he says, after all that, after everything was good, you know, essentially when everything is good, it's right. kind of like, hey, why fix it? It's not broken anymore. Right. Let's just go. It says, I will come back to your temple and 
and offer burnt offerings. So he said, I will come back home. I will come back to church and I will continue worship and fulfill the vows I gave you during my hard times. Come on. Essentially, we're establishing some some covenants right now right. because if times are really hard and we're saying, God, you get me through this, I'm going to worship you forever. Hey, you're establishing, we're establishing these covenants, you're, these you're, promises. Yeah, you're you're so, making promises. Yes, and it says, vows my lips promised and my mouth spoke when I was in trouble. Wow. So when we get through this, David is saying, when it's all good in the hood, yeah, I'm going to come back and I'm going to honor my vows. Mm. I'm going to honor my promises. Wow. I'm going to honor, honor the commitments I made to you mm. in my troubled times because in my troubled times, you did hear me because you know what? There was... I took care of the sins that I knew of so I could reach your heart and you brought peace over me and you and you brought me to a place where I could endure these things and I was able to worship in the midst mm. of all this chaos right. and yes I lost some and and, and 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 there was hurt and I was hurting and I was I was troubled and, and all these things were happening but when I would go back to you because I did know and I saw and I felt that you heard my prayers and my plead I am con going to continue honoring I'm back at home I'm back in your temple and I'm honoring the vows and the promises I made in my troubled times right that's where that's where our hearts need to be and that's where essentially we talked about you know you call it what would you call it the 30 day convention syndrome the 21 day 21 day you know convention syndrome where it's all good that weekend all of a sudden we get back home everything's normal no no to get into scripture the difference of knowing of Christ and knowing Christ is like i made a promise to an actual relationship that i have established right you know i'm going to continue this because he was good to me right. and he's still good to me when it's all good. Yeah, because which one of us hasn't prayed the prayer, God, if you take this from my life, I'm going to commit myself. I was watching Space Jam with the boys yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. Sick movie. And there's a scene where Charles Barkley is in church on his hands and knees, and he says, hey, if you give me back my talent, I promise not to cuss anymore. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, that didn't hold up. I know it's a movie and stuff, but like, which one of us But that's real, though. That right, really happens. right. But which one of us can't relate to a situation like that? Yeah. I remember, dude, when I was dealing with some big sins in my life, and it, it was like, God, if you take this from me, I promise to commit my life to you. And the reality is what would happen is I would fall back into the sin. So when I would fall back into the sin, all of a sudden it's like, well, God doesn't really want me to grow from this. But I believe that what happens in these seasons is that God is trying to get you to take responsibility of this. Hey, you have a sin problem. You have something that's separating you from my my abundance, my blessings, right? Mm -hmm. My relationship with you. You just have to be willing to say, hey, all right, I want to deal with this on a real level. Like, not only take this from me, but learn how to make me victorious in this. We can't ask God of those things if we're not in relationship with him. We can't expect God to be a good father if we don't know him as a father. We can't expect God to be a provider if we don't know him as a provider. And, and and I'm getting into these things where we can get really excited about having this conversation and this can last forever. Yeah. But, you know, for the sake of this episode, for the sake of this time, we we want to challenge even ourselves and say, hey, you know what? Are we getting to a place to where we're in this season? 
of life, however long this lasts, if it's the next 30 days or if it's the next 90 days, are we taking advantage in this season to realize in ourselves that we have something separating us from God and that we want to say, hey, God, you know what? I've sinned. I need you to forgive me of my sin because I finally come to the acceptance that, hey, I, I want to get to know you. So so real quick, so, so what would we say? So we would say to the person that is just now considering Jesus and hearing all these truths about me, about him, it's like, you're in a place of asking, but, and we wrote this down yesterday, are you aware of some things that are keeping your prayers from reaching God? Mm. You know, to, to, to the new here, to the person that's taking interest uh, in, in, you know what, I really like the way my, my, my brother-in-law or my sister or my friend, I, I just love the peace that they're, that they're, that they're carrying. Mm. And all of a sudden it's like, I want that. And, and they go to a place where it's like, okay, God, I, I want this, but... Are you aware that there's some things that are keeping you? Because essentially, we're, we read scripture where God doesn't listen to a sinner. You know, God, mm. because a sinner established, you know, a, a sinful person does all these things. And, I, and I'm not in no way, shape, or form saying that, you know, us as believers, me as a believer, imperfect. No, right. but I'm aware that my sin separates me. So I'm constantly refreshing my relationship right. with Christ, you know. But that awareness of, <clears throat> you know, Understanding that, you know, we, you know, as, as scripture talks about how God doesn't, you know, listen to a sinner, but I, be, I really believe that the thing that starts inclining God to, to, to that person is when that person is asking and comes to an understanding, like, okay, there's something that's separating me and that sin and, and, and that beginning notion of, you know what, God, I am a sinner. Mm -hmm. I need you to forgive me. Right. For the thing, and then there is the shift, which then establishes God's ear as far as from hearing to listening. Mm. Oh, what do you think? Oh, that's that's awesome because, in the sense of hearing and listening, the difference is, the verbiage comes out. I don't. I, I you know I'm a dad. You know we're dads, and uh, there's sometimes where our kids are just, dad, 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 and you know, and it's not because we're ignoring them on purpose. It's because we know that when they're they're trying to get our attention that way, they're 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 looking for something else. Yeah. So you know those teaching moments, right? But when they come to us and say, "Daddy," you know that's a coming from a place of like, "Hey, I I really really need you right now." Yeah. Right. And and I think is is exactly what you said. Getting to know Jesus is also based on our actions. The one you are asking for is longing for a relationship first. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you know, and, and, it, and that's and that's that's what that's the lack of awareness that is happening right now. And and I hope this podcast gets to those ears. And as far as like this is what God wants. Right. Let's go. Right. Reach out to somebody to help you with that. Or, or somebody, you know, um, that can help you get to understand as far as the things that are separating us. And, mm. and like I said, the opportunity for the church right now to really reflect Jesus, not themselves, right. not their traditions, right. not the culture, but get away, getting away from all that and just saying, you know what? We're going to reflect Jesus right now. God, yeah, so good. Yeah, so good. And, and you're getting, again, it's it's our actions, right? It's not just, 
you know, it, it's in word and in, in deeds, right? And, and, you know, I was reflecting on that this morning with my wife. Um, and I was like, man, babe, if there has ever been a time in my life, and there's been a lot, I'm just gonna, I'm not going to lie, there's been a lot of times where I've said stuff to my wife, I, yeah, I promise you that I'm going to do this, and I don't fulfill that as a husband, right? Or I promise my kids something, and I don't fulfill that as a dad. And all of a sudden, the the relationship, what they're looking for, gets uh, a blemish. It gets stained, you know. So I have to come to myself and say, hey, I've messed up. And this morning was one of those, hey, I, I know that I've messed up in our marriage as far as maybe possibly breaking trust or not being someone who's committed to my word. But from this moment on, I need your help in keeping me accountable. And I think that's where the Holy Spirit comes in. Mm-hmm. It gives us the accountability part and also the strength part to maintain a healthy relationship with Jesus. Yeah. You know, I'm going to fill you with my presence. The Lord says you're going to receive power. The Lord says, and you're going to start to see me work in the midst of all this is what scripture says. Right. And we, and we can talk about that, you know, next week of what the Holy spirit looks like, but knowing Jesus is based on something that we have to commit to yes first we can't have a relationship without a commitment first you know it's like having a relationship with a best friend and you not willing to to text them or call them or 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 maintain their relationship but only going to them when you are in need of something you know and and i think that relationship strategy i guess you can say works when it comes to the relationship with Jesus. Our actions speak way louder than our words. You know, you want to get to know Jesus, then pray at and asking God for forgiveness. Hey, if I've if I've sinned against you cuz I have, forgive me of the sin. I repent. What repentance is is just simple, hey, I'm going to turn from this way to this way. I'm A gonna, surrendering right. of of my ways right. to what God wants us to um you know, a willingful, uh, established relationship of surrendering of yourself to commit to a life and a relationship, to keep a relationship alive, which is with Jesus. Um, that's a, man, I just, uh, it's it's so funny that for so long that's been, uh, I guess, ignored, you know, ignored. And, and, and the hardest part of this, Wally, the hardest part of this is gonna be which because it's it's really hard to go apologize for our mistakes, especially you know right now it's probably be a lot easier because we can't get face to face, but you can FaceTime. Yeah, you can FaceTime, but you know, get into a place where it's like yes, I ask God for forgiveness, but one of the biggest challenges is calling that person that you offended or has offended you, right. which is keeping you which is keeping us from being heard, let's do it. Right Right now is the perfect time. It's right. not a time to be proud. It's not a time to be like, well, it was this way and I was right and they were wrong. No, it's, it's no time for that. Right. right now as a country, we're pleading to God. Right now today as a church, we're pleading through prayer and fasting. Right. But is our prayer being accepted or our fast being accepted if mm. we know of something that we know is separating us, that is hindering us because we haven't established and bridged that or or, 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 or or fixed that wrong. Right. So today for some of us might be in vain. 
That's the reality, the truth. Yeah, and it, and it hurts, and you know, and if that and let's go case, and fix right, it. Let's it. go and fix it right now, today. Let's fix that. Let's have the conversation and and and, and establish and and uh, and restore those things that are keeping our hearts from being pure to be able to reach Jesus' heart. Mm. Wow. I need to call somebody. Let me check if I let me find out. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, if we if we've offended you, sorry. I mean, if that's the case, let us know. You know, and, and you're getting into these things, Alex, where we need to be accountable to ourselves and mm-hmm. to one another. I, yeah. I remember Pastor Ray Mesa, for those of you guys who know awesome man of God, would always say, Check your heart, mijo. But Pastor, my, my heart's fine. He goes, is it really? Well, when he asked the, the follow-up question, is it really? You're like, well, uh, I don't know. Is, is it not? Right? So the accountability to ourselves, number one, right? Te- teachers, or our scripture teaches us that we get self-control. That's one of, the, one of the, the fruits of the Spirit, right? We have self-control enough to say, hey, you know, I was wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get rid of any pride that I have any uh, arrogance or ignorance that I have and say, hey, you know, I, I was, I'm sorry for acting this way. I'm sorry for offending you. I'm sorry for keeping you from the presence of God mm-hmm. because that, that, that goes both ways. Definitely. Cause you know, I can cause someone hurt. If I cause you hurt, all of a sudden you, you, I'm putting something in your life that is keeping you from God's presence. And you, that's what scripture teaches. When I go and ask for forgiveness, Hey, I was wrong, bro. And all of a sudden, then we both have a, a healed heart. Yes. And then all of a sudden, the walls come down, the curtains come down. We can get back to the relationship, right? The Those forced prayers aren't there anymore right. because you don't have to, I guess, essentially cover, you know, cover things in the room we don't want God to see. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, saying, Adam, hey, well, Adam, well, Adam and Eve did at the beginning. Yeah. Right. Hey, Adam, where are you? Oh, I had to hide. Well, why are you hiding? Right. Yeah. Well, it's because we kind of ate the fruit and, you know, we're seeing things now. Now we're naked and God who told you you were naked and, and you're getting into these. It's know, a freeing moment. Right. It's a freeing moment because you say God, God walks into your heart and he's like, well, well, why do you have that door locked? Or why do you have that that wall covered up? Or, you know, why do you have it's like all of a sudden when you we do these things, it's like you present to God an honest heart. He said, "Hey, here's everything. Yeah, I, I, I've I've taken all the measures that your word tells me to do, so I could present myself, a, a, as far as uh, you know, to keep going forward, to keep this relationship going, and and to continue every day. God, mm. if I have done anything today, forgive me. Right. Who do I need to call? I'll do it because right. it's not about me. Right. It's not about me. It's about this relationship that I have with you and what you could do through me in this relationship. Because it's not right. just a me and Jesus thing. No, when we allow Jesus to come into our lives, right. when we allow Jesus to, to to live our lives, all of a sudden that relationship has a meaning now. Mm. It has substance. And then Jesus does something through that relationship. Jesus does something. Right. Whatever your calling may be, whatever the gift, whatever it may be, Jesus does something right. through that relationship. Right. Hey, we just want to take the opportunity to pray with you. And uh, if if right now you're listening to this and you say, I need to ask for forgiveness f- from God first and then other people, like we said earlier, do that. Today is a perfect opportunity to do so. 
if you're listening to this and you say, hey, I, I need God to be in my life. I, I want Jesus to be my Lord and Savior. We want to just take this opportunity and pray with you. So, Heavenly Father, we come before you in gratitude. Yes, Humble and willing, God, to accept you as our Lord and Savior. Thanking you for forgiving us and loving us so much and calling us into relationship with you. I pray that as we do this with our words, that our actions follow, that we restore those relationships that need to be restored, God, and that we restore the relationship that you built, that you wanted since the beginning of all time. I pray these things in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And everyone said, Amen. 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 Thank you guys for tuning in today. Uh, get excited. Uh, uh, next week we'll come out with another episode. We're probably going to call it part two. Right. So uh, get excited and uh, let us know. I, I don't know if there's, a, I don't know if uh, Wally's going to provide a way for some feedback, uh, but let us know. Perhaps we yeah, need to you, do this more often. Can, I don't know. Yeah, you can comment on the website. I mean, you know, you can comment on the on the podcast pages, the on Spotify or Apple, wherever you're listening to us. Maybe we need to do right. this twice a week. We know. I, I, I get excited for these. These are fun. Hey, these are awesome, right? Hey, love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Uh, this is episode two.